This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike DeSilva and Sam Weeks. Well Basically. On today's show, we started with an introductory conversation trying to cheer Mikey up and I told some bad jokes and we had a little giggle. And then we moved on to a conversation around self-development and what you can do as an outlet and also moving away from fitness as a bit of a focus. Because sometimes it's not the best option. It was a really, really interesting conversation. We hope you enjoy today's show. This is Basically. Well, basically. It's great. Okay, guess what? Uh, let's not talk about anything to start. Let's play a song. Are you ready? Oh, it's a dance beat. What a tune. We are boogieing today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First time listeners, second time listeners, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. And you guys who listen every week. I was feeling a bit housey today. I feel like we yes. needed something uplifting and vibey and disco-y. I vibe this dance so good. I'll be adding it to my A cheeky little housey bop for you, if you will. Episode 72. That's correct. 71, 72. Who's counting at this point? Wait, that's me. That's my job. If you are strolling down the street and you're allowed outside and allowed to do that, have a bop, have a dance. Shake that head around side to side. The world's actually a beautiful place if you think about it. Isn't it Mikey? is speaking of by Pinto a, a incredible disco banger which I really enjoy and hope you enjoy too I don't want to stop this makes me want to do this side to side to side to side Mikey uh, now I you said that you weren't that you weren't having the best of days so what I've done was I've compiled some jokes because you know how much I love jokes so um, <laughs> do love jokes. Have you written the jokes? I haven't written the jokes. I found the jokes. Some of them are uh, Halloween themed and some of them are not. First joke. How does a non-binary ninja kill their target? How? They slash them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> oh, wow, that was oh, great. It took me a really long time to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Joke number two, Halloween themed. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's bad. <laughs> Just like the one before. <laughs> what kind of magic do ghosts do? Oh, 
Boo do. Boo do. Boo do. Oh, <laughs> that that was that's actually legit. That's actually quite good. I'm going to send that to my dad. It's a good dad joke. How do you keep demons away? What? What How? the fuck was that, Mikey? <laughs> yeah. Was that a demon? <laughs> that was one of the demons like, being like, um, "Hang on a minute." <laughs> was it, where did that come from? <laughs> Is that your cat sneezing? <laughs> It literally sounded like somebody saying what? Like as in you know, what? Oh, big old sneeze. All right, I'm gonna, let's start that one again. How do you keep demons away? <laughs> Go. How? Exercise regularly. Fitness related <laughs> and Halloween oh. themed. <laughs> wow, that's so old. Who the fuck is these? <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Why don't you ever see Tarzan at Mardi Gras? Why? Because he doesn't swing that way. (laughs) (laughs) Too much time on these people's hands. I know. But, hey, do do you feel better now? Do you feel like you've had a little giggle? You feel great now, right? That worked 100%. (laughs) That sent me in the opposite direction. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's like existential. Have me committed now. immediately. <laughs> uh, no, that was good. Thanks, team. Um, what do you do to get yourself out of your little holes of like not if when you're not feeling so good? I thought this would be a good question to you know ask around the table. Ooh. Sometimes I just have to write it out because it usually lasts like a day, and I normally have to exercise in some way and then do I had to do the opposite of what I was doing today which is like um a skill that I need to learn a bit more about like opposite action so I was just feeling really down and like it was you know I had to do the opposite of that which I didn't really do at all Uh, so uh yeah no uh, like this will be good like if you're if you're feeling down and you and you laugh like sometimes it does help like i know i'm not in a um because i know i'm not like in a really bad state i like i can recognize that it's temporary i know that doing these little things can be really helpful and there's nothing major going on it's just like one of those one of those days for me which everyone has happens it, ha- it happens frequently. <laughs> no, uh, not that frequently. Like just, just sometimes. So, what do you feel like you would have had to have done today to help you? Oh, moving in some way, getting out of the house. I I concur with that. Uh, I mean, when I normally I uh, I mean in a meltdown mode, I uh, normally just have a big cry. But moving, moving in some way, like a big walk or a drive or like, like you know, doing a good weight session always like helps me feel grounded again. Mm, interesting. Mm. I have the exact same yeah. answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's funny. I'm not sad today. I'm just very, very exhausted. I've been in and out of nap mode in between clients today. And then I was like, you know what? You're just going to be slug if you don't like actually get up and do something and as soon as I did something not too intense just like actually walked to the gym which we can do here and just got in there and did a little something I was like instantly feeling better it really uh Mm. amped me up for today's show that moving's a good one I don't think I get overly sad that often do you ever (laughs) I sometimes get overwhelmed with emotion for no reason 
like if I'm listening to like a song or like something like we watched. Uh, have you guys seen Hook, the Robin Williams one? This is sad yeah, for a reason. I love that movie. Oh, I haven't seen it. No. Oh my god! And because Robin Williams was such a strong figure for me growing up, there are all these like just the happiest parts of that movie. I'm just like, awesome. To be honest, I feel like I live most of my life getting overwhelmed by emotion all of the time. So, um, like, there's like, sometimes I just see a real cute, like, I don't know, like, I I was watching, uh, like, I think it was like a video clip the other day, and it was like a, a reunited family. And I just, just like kind of got a bit teary. And Kate was like, are you, are you crying over like this video clip? <laughs> and I was like, it's really touching. And he was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, anyway, sometimes people say nice stuff to me and I start getting teary. Or somebody says, like, I don't know, I cut a car off the other day um, when I was checking my rear vision mirror. Uh, I didn't realize how overly invested I was in checking it. And I, I think I kind of <laughs> – drifted towards the median a little bit and this car beeped at me and the guy like sw- like hang out the window and yelled at me and I, I got really stressed and almost cried over that so I don't know I feel like I live my life in that mode yay that would stress me out but I would probably feel rage first <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's default is rage <laughs> <laughs> so much rage because someone did that to me on the bicycle the other on Friday and oh, oh my god I fucking went on a rant on Sydney Harbour Bridge and one of his little bicycling mates was following up and came in behind me and I was still renting and I glared at him. You need to calm your farm, Silver. Just calm your fucking farm. <laughs> Mikey, you said uh, that you'd been taking your meds wrong. What, what, like, how did this, what happened with this? Oh, my God. Well, no, I hadn't been taking them wrong, but I, I have only just found out that I actually have more at my disposal if I require them. I've got 20 milligrams a day for seven days a week, but she'd rather I didn't take them on the weekends. So I've got those four extra tablets for during the week. But I just didn't put two and two together because, come on, people, when you're treating someone with ADHD and you explain it to them verbally and then you take your shit to the pharmacist and they don't write dates on when you can pick shit up, it becomes a bit confusing. So I've actually got a little bit extra. So I've been struggling on fucking 20 milligrams a day for so fucking long and then, like, missing my final prescription for four years. I meant to see the psychiatrist every six months. So this has been going on for, like, four years and I always miss the last one. And then, like, I have to go and pay to see her again and it's expensive. Oh, so actually you have you ha- have been like halving your dose by accident like every single day pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so no, hey, no that's going to get real been, good. <laughs> so Hard, no wonder yeah. it's been like such a struggle and oh my God, no, it's not that bad. Like <laughs> I've managed, but I'm hoping there's going to be days where I feel like I need that little extra bit where it won't be so, um, won't be so challenging. But on that note, like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just get exhausted from fucking trying to regulate myself (laughs) and doing everything, like getting the timing of medication right, doing all these other things, making sure I eat, making sure I get to bed at the right time, making blah, 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 making sure I move. Sometimes 
I am fucking over it. Like I'm just sick <laughs> because it's like, it's so much thought. And I'm just like, I have moments where I kind of crash and I'm just like, I'm fucking over this. I'm like, it's just too much. I just want to be able to fucking wake up and function <laughs> like a normal person. And then I'm like, ah, oh, it's fine. And I get back on the train and off I go again. Adulting is just hard in general, I think, for everybody. Oh, my God, yes. I didn't realize it was yeah. going to be this hard. It really is, especially now. Just getting back into real life again is proving to be really tricky and tiring. And I'm a sleepy, sleepy boy at the moment. I've just forgotten what it's actually like. Like coming out of this three months of lockdown and being busy again is proving to be very overwhelming. But I'll get used to it. Yeah. It's all about conditioning, you know? Actually, (laughs) really jealous that Sam says that he can have naps. I've never been able to have a nap in my entire life. So I'm really jealous that you can have naps, Sam. Oh, I can fall asleep like that. Really easily. I think it's because I'm so tired all the time, to be honest. <laughs> mm. That's how I, I feel. Oh, I'm so jealous. Like, I feel tired, but like, I'm still like lie there. And then my brain's like, hey, I'm going to send you sound bites of have a very Merry Christmas over and over again so that you definitely can't have a nap. I'm like, no. <laughs> Why? But around the stuff that you guys are experiencing right now with coming out of lockdown and having to readjust back to life, any tips that you can share? Because I know a lot of people, including myself, I'm going to have to go through this too. So like any adjustment tips? Uh, well, what I've learned is, I've been saying yes to absolutely everything because I've been there's been nothing to say yes or no to for so long. Uh, mm. So I've really come out the gate swinging and have realized that I've probably done that too rapidly, like way, way too rapidly. But at the same time, I'm also really enjoying it. And I, know, I realize that probably a lot of people don't have the opportunity to nap like I do. But even like getting back into social situations is kind of weird because you don't really have – like usually when you have a conversation, it's like about what you've been doing lately, all that stuff. There's not a lot to talk about. So it's all a bit strange and people are not quite used to sort of interacting with each other. But advice, take it slow. You don't have to do everything all at once or not or do everything. Depends. It really, really depends. For me, I've definitely uh, bitten off a bit more than I can chew, but I am going to increase the size of my mouth in order to chew that cud. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I'm just imagining Sam with a bigger mouth. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't know, Mikey. Any my my poorly emotionally regulated uh, Wolfpack member? Uh, any tips? <laughs> any tips on your end? Oh my God, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I am going to start a gratitude journal. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, go. it actually works though. I do it. Uh, I mean, I'm I am actually. Along with everything I've said, I do spend a lot of time being grateful, but I'm going to just frame it up in a more systematic kind of way. And I've got a little journal here. I've got my little Adam journal, which you can't read because it's now backwards. Let it be, let it go, let it in. Yes, well done. How did you know that? It didn't show up backwards for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be trying that. I think as much as I like to have a bitch and a moan about how challenging things are, I do enjoy 
the gratitude thing because there's lots to be grateful for and it's going to be an interesting time so i'm going to see how that goes i think it's 90 day is it a 90 day thing yeah i found it quite grounding like because there's little blurbs in it and i imagine it being read by my friend nikki who who wrote it and so she has this kind of soothing american voice i mean yeah gratitude journaling is really um like you know i've i've like that's kind of one of the things out of like, I don't know, I guess personal development that I've taken away. I do gratitude journaling normally, like, you know, they bang on about like meditation and, you know, a few other things too. What are your thoughts on meditation or other, you know, like little things that kind of the realm of personal development, like discuss, do you guys implement like many of those things? Meditation. Interesting one. I do it, but not in a way that's traditional. So Ooh. for me, uh, meditation is practicing saxophone. Um, so <gasps> for me, that's very meditative. I kind of get into this mindset of doing one thing for an extended period of time and it kind of takes everything else away. You know, that's kind of the aim of meditation, right? To be sit there with yourself mm. and be really present, but not present. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one. Mm. Um, so... That, for me, ticks the boxes. And it also makes me better at saxophone. So it's two birds, one stone. And I like to do heaps of stuff. So it's perfect. Yeah, I like that because I always feel like it's very hard to just... I mean, I know there's like so much value in meditation and stuff, but I find it very hard to sit and not do something. Like, it's quite challenging. So I need to take a leap out of your book and like, I need to, cause you know how I started drawing and I was loving it. And then I kind of stopped because everything got busy. I need to find some like structure back in my day where I do something that's kind of like I'm doing something, but it's not like, it gives my brain kind of a bit of a break. One thing I try and do with all my clients, I always suggest it. It's like, do you have like a creative outlet besides your office job and your exercise? Cause one, your exercise mm. is something that I think is fun and can do and should be doing, but I don't think it should be necessarily treated as an outlet. You need something that's a bit more creative. Mm-hmm. Try drawing, try picking up an instrument, try doing something like that that's going to really um, stimulate your brain in a different way. Big fan. I was going to ask Mikey if his bicycling was med- meditative for him, but actually, Sam, you're kind of right. Uh, like It should be a, a creative thing too. Yeah, because, and for so long I've relied, I think, like, as much as I love exercise for that and as much as I find it helpful to, like, it put me in a in a good frame of mind, I've also had some issues with doing too much exercise. So mm. finding that other thing that was not the gym and not, uh, you know, physical activity, I think is going to be really important because... Yeah, just give your, your body a break, but your mind still is doing something. And as just discussed, bicycling is not meditative because I end up losing <laughs> plot at middle-aged cyclists in Lycra that are not patient. <laughs> just love to like be a, uh, a bird in the sky. I was going to say fly on the wall, but there ain't no walls outside. So like a bird in the sky. I said like fly on loses. the wing. <laughs> I mean, it is is kind of funny to watch. Uh, Like, my sister does this as well. Like, we'll just fly off the handle. And I blew off the fucking handle and was like, you couldn't just fucking wait 10 motherfucking meters, could you? Oh, really? (laughs) Wow. 
Because Do you I, bake I, yourself I, in a fight, Mikey, out of interest? What if it had come to blows? Oh, I probably would have gone there because I was so enraged. <laughs> because, like, I, yeah, I just find that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm, like, basically walking on the tightrope, and if someone nudges me over the edge with, like, the most mild form of inconvenience and um, impatience, then I just lose the plot. So that's probably something I should work on as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like. I've ridden fucking 184 kilometers last week, and that is quite a lot. Whoa, <laughs> Mikey the bikey. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm yes. Bicyclist now. So, like, obviously, Sam, you have the sax. Uh, Mikey, you do like have been like doing like creative stuff, like drawing, or we were before. Um, I do like drawing as well, or crafting or DIY love me some DIY which is pretty clear (laughs) do you think that like by having a creative outlet like that and then actually having your fitness as something separate as well do you think that do you think that living more balanced lives in regards to fitness and training obviously all having our own little hobbies that we undertake in order which feel like meditation for us do you think that by living a more balanced life, it's allowed you to grow. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, right? This is like one of the biggest problems I have with uh, trainers who take on people and make them obsessed with fitness because I don't think it's healthy, which is why I mm. try encourage people to do more things, <laughs> coming from the guy who does too many things. But I think solely having fitness as a focus and an outlet for everything is not healthy at all. Uh, and I do my best to encourage people to do otherwise because that's what I've learned through myself and through my own journey through fitness. I've just gone, I've been really into it before, and then I've gone, wow, you're into this way too much. It's actually not good, the way you feel about your body, the way you feel that you need to exercise, the way that you feel you need to eat. This is all a lot. It's fucking up everything else. You need to take a step back and enjoy the other things that you used to enjoy because it's a very big period in my life where it was all that I wanted to do and all I was interested in doing. And it took mm. me having taken myself out of myself, I don't know, out of body experience, looking at it, being really, really reflective <laughs> and going, this is fucked and I, there's something I need to do about it. And also the fact that I'm in this industry and promoting people to do the same thing that I'm doing, which now looking at it as not healthy, is not a good thing. And talking on here has really helped with that, but it's taken a while, you know, and this is why I feel for people in the industry who just do it. I think maybe they need to like take a little step back and realize that maybe being this into fitness is not the best idea and also encouraging people to do so. How did you separate that out, Sam? Like how did you get to a point where you were like, yo, actually my mental health is not fantastic and and I'm getting pretty like, like, you know, in engrossed in this. Like, did you have any books that you read that were, like, mind-blowingly good and in, in helping you achieve balance around that kind of stuff? Or was it just a realization you came to? I was in a very toxic relationship and kind of stepping away from that helped me realize it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. That was like a – it was an amalgamation of many, many things, and then the walls came crumbling down. And I went, what the fuck? Who am I actually? I'm not this. This is not who I am, like, really. And then, Yeah. Boom, mic drop. What about you, Mikey? Please, may you repeat the question? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't remember what it was. Um, I was just wondering if by I'm living like a more, yeah, uh, I was just wondering, like, you know, I've been like reflecting a little bit and I was just wondering if by living a more balanced life, like a little bit away from a, an obsession with fitness, which I'm pretty sure we all had at one point. Um, do you think that it's allowed you to grow more as an individual and become kind of who you are now? Yeah. Well, acknowledging that your life is not particularly balanced and then kind of going through the motions of why that is the case has kind of brought out these other things, right? So you've had to, <clears throat> I've had to address some other underlying, <clears throat> excuse me, some other underlying things. So that kind of naturally happens along the way. And think about it, right? If you're all fitness and that's your life, I don't think you're a very interesting person. <laughs> yeah, kind of shallow as a shower. Yeah, there's not a lot there. You lift things and you eat uh, rice. Chicken and rice, yeah. Like, it's... I don't just like from stepping away from it, you realize how not as not that fun it is, really. I think on that note, like there is potential to find something within fitness because lots of people have. I think there's a toxicity in fitness which maybe isn't present in like, um, I don't know, the art world or something. I mean, I'm sure there's issues in the art world, there's issues in the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's not the same like diet industry attached to doing that thing so there's like i think if you can untangle it it can be good like anything but untangling that is like is like the the problem right and when a lot of us probably get into it for those toxic reasons because actually that's what we're drawn to that that's been the problem but it's hard to yeah it's hard to identify it's it's hard to tease out what is what is you know healthy and not healthy and all that sort of thing. Very hard. That wasn't fucking much of a sentence. Within like personal development realmy stuff, you know, and I know we've talked kind of like about how for like meditating for us is like more creative flow and you know, like Mikey, obviously you're going to be doing gratitudes. I do gratitudes. Sam, I'm not sure if you do gratitudes, but like, you know, there's only so many things you can implement into into your life before it becomes a bit ridiculous like I do yoga and then I do my gratitudes and then I do my singing bowl sound bath and all of this stuff (laughs) do you think that there's obviously a point in time where like personal development and then working on yourself becomes like a bit too full-on absolutely I think what I um what rubs me the wrong way is that there's there's like a moral imperative sometimes for us to always be um changing ourselves and working on something and where I sometimes get drained myself, you know, and kind of over those posts and those conversations about you need to do this, you need to do that. And it's like, sometimes you kind of, as long as you're not a really shitty person, like we're all kind of getting there in our own time and our own pace. That I think is what kind of irks me because it is actually exhausting sometimes as well. Like I was saying, like, constantly trying to feel like you need to improve for me and like I know some of that's constructive like there's things I need to work on but honestly sometimes it's just fucking exhausting like you just want to be able to fucking exist for a moment as you are without working on something and like I go through moments of that where I'm like 
you know what? I just want to be my weirdo little self and not have to work on anything for today because I just, <laughs> I just want to be. I think it's one of those things where it's good to add these things in in a way that it doesn't seem overwhelming or uh, too hard, just like we talk about with everything when we talk about adding yeah. any exercise, when we talk about adding healthy behaviours around food, when we talk about, yeah, all those healthy changes, This, these, all these little practices that we're kind of talking about around self-development need to be implemented in a way that's manageable because if you do too much all at once, shit gets fucked and you can't, you give up. And it becomes all overwhelming. And also in saying that, it's okay to just not do something for a day. Like Mm. for me, all of my stuff that I do in terms of improving myself, uh, I have specific things that I want to be better at. I guess not so much as a person, but like my relationship with food, that took a lot, lot of time and a lot of focus, and at times it was quite exhausting. And I did feel mm. like going back to the way things were because it felt easier. But actually, mm. going back, coming out now, and I'm like, wow, life's so much easier now. I don't think about that shit so much. Yeah, I I do things that I enjoy that are going to improve me. So uh, I don't generally do the gratitude stuff. I think I I have a really good awareness in my own head of how privileged I am and what I am gratitude really really grateful for on a daily basis and i kind of am really really aware of that i don't really i don't really feel the need to check in with myself around that stuff but mine stuff is all practical like my saxophones my meditation um i get to play uh music and i'm really grateful for the fact that i am am fortunate enough to have two jobs in an industry that i fitness love hate but music that I really, really love. I get to see lots of people all the time as part of that, and I'm really grateful for my social circle. So all this stuff, I guess, like I develop where I get my energy from, which is going to be weird to say because I don't really feel like I'm an extrovert, but I really like just being around people and playing the music and doing all that stuff. It should be something that integrates into your life quite easily, and it shouldn't be overwhelming or too hard. And don't feel like it's like a chore, you know. You should see value in what you're doing. Yeah, I agree with you totally. Um, It's really interesting because I found that um, the reason that I kind of was asking you guys this stuff today, because I found that when I started to kind of embark on my journey to move away from just solely fitness uh, related stuff um, and, and acknowledge that I was probably embarking (laughs) Wow, partaking in fitness a little bit too enthusiastically and it was really affecting all other aspects of my life, I started to try and implement like a lot of different things uh, in in regards to my, I guess like, yeah, self-development to try and help wear some new neural pathways in my mind. So for me, gratitude journaling was quite important, but the thing that I found the most important out of all of the stuff that I tried and, and, you know, this thing actually sticked, (laughs) this is going to sound so funny. Is that like when I get out of the shower, because I don't know about you guys, (laughs) it's not going down a weird pathway. Don't worry. Um, I found that when I started to kind of eject out of the whole fitness aesthetic thing and let go of the body image thing and and stuff like that. um, I, my chat in my head around, my body was pretty average 
Um, and then obviously like comparing and all of that stuff. So I, I started doing affirmations. So when I get out of the shower and at nighttime and I'm like rubbing my body lotion into my arms and stuff in my head, I know some people who do this out loud, but in my head, I'm like, girl, you're so great. You're so, you're, yeah, you're fire. Like, you know, I'm like rubbing my lotion in and I'm like, uh, you've How got do you this. rub so lotion into your you. skin when you're fire? That must be burning you up. <laughs> oh. Wow, I'm going to store that in my little pouch of dad jokes. and then. Ow, <laughs> <ow. laughs> but, yeah, like I'm just like I just Basically. I'm like, yeah, hype myself up, like be my own hype girl. And at first I found it super hard to do. Like I could not almost force a positive thought about myself. Like I was kind of like, you're kind. I don't know. It was super hard. But now since I've. Oh yeah, bye, Mikey. Uh, but since I've been practicing it for an ex- like a you know a reasonable amount of time now, like at least a year, I can I just like all of the the good stuff like it just flows now. So and and I found actually that's been really um, integral in improving my body image and my mental health. Really, to be to be honest, you you know how you were talking about neural pathways before? Have you yes. messed around with psychedelics at all? <laughs> No, because I'm pretty sure there's some stuff in here that I don't. I really don't want to like, you know, like, you know. Sometimes people are like, "Yeah, oh my gosh, I saw like like angels like doing DMT and stuff." They're like, "Yeah, angels and elf people," and they're talking about how great psychedelics are and stuff. I know that if I if I did a mushroom or if I did some acid, I would be seeing like demons, and I would I would be stuck thinking I was a duck or something. Uh, like, yeah. I'm so pretty sure it would just go bad. Nah, I reckon it's, the key is you don't do heaps. <laughs> and also <laughs> it's never – it's not as – it's not that trippy, really. Oh. The experiences that I've had with it, it and that it's been really reflective and really good around gratitude, particularly when I've had like – acid or mushrooms and you're able to really soak in your surroundings and I find every time I walk away from an experience like that I go holy shit I need to look around me more and appreciate what is here because actually the world's really beautiful and it's a fantastic place and that tends to be whenever I have it which is not super often don't get me wrong that's what I walk away feeling it gives me this great appreciation for the planet and the world and everyone in it so I don't know. Might be a positive experience, you know. Ooh. I don't know, Mikey. Have you done? Have you done psychedelics? No, I do not think that would be great for me either. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I, I, I'm like just like, I'm like there is there is some stuff locked away in here, and I am pretty sure. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't think it'd be a good time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, think- I left <laughs> on affirmations and came back on. The psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I didn't know this. Did Mikey left the, the conversation. So basically, I've, what I've got from this conversation is that Katie does affirmations and after her shower and takes mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. You would know about it. I'd be like coming on here, like, oh my god, this little man. <laughs> Maybe we should do it. I am. No, we shouldn't. That's a really bad suggestion. I'm just thinking about everyone doing a bit, like a little bit of mushrooms and doing a uh, podcast. But it would have to be when you're in the country, Katie. But that might be a bit weird. I don't know. <laughs> it won't be fun. You never know. I was going to say uh, what I find 
what I find helpful because sometimes those, like you were saying, sometimes those affirmations can be like a bridge too far. And I've mentioned it before, but you can like, if anyone's listening, you can again go back to that gratitude. Being grateful for your body doesn't mean you have to like it. If that makes sense, like some people really struggle. They feel so far away from being able to say, oh, I love my body. Like it's just too much, but um, you don't have to go that far. You can and just be like, I'm grateful for my body for what it's, for getting me this far for that. You know, that's that's the kind of angle I take because, um, yeah, sometimes yeah. being like, mm. Mm love myself is like just a bit too much Mm. yeah hardcore i get that and to be honest that's why like a lot of the time it's like internal traits that i focus on too but some external too because i know that like i do need to rewire kind of some of those thoughts that i have in my head which is like you know you're you're a piece of crap like you know you look terrible oh that's my favorite Um, (laughs) so (laughs) i like i i am pretty mindful but like I definitely wouldn't say I'm at a point where I'm like overjoyed and I like love myself. So, you know, I, I don't know. Thought, thoughts, guys. Do you think you ever get to a point where you're like in like absolute, like just like, yeah, I like, I look freaking great regardless of how you look? I don't know. Cause like, you know, there's a lot of people on the internet who like are like, yeah, I love myself. And they're like going hard. But like, you know, I like, I like myself. I, and, and things like that. But I don't know if you really get to a point where you can be like absolutely enamored with, with yourself. It's, that's an interesting question. It really, really is. I guess if we're talking about physical stuff. want to be a narcissist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. If we're talking about physical stuff, I think that's where it gets tricky, particularly considering our backgrounds in health and fitness and what we do. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, too hard of a thing to shake. Maybe that's what the problem with the fitness industry is. But, I mean, for me, I try not to focus on that anymore and yeah. just move on, focus on other stuff, like what I'm like as a person, how I interact with people, mm. the stuff I bring with me that are not relevant to the way I look. So I try not to think about it, <laughs> I guess. It's yeah. the best way to put it. What about you, Mike? I don't know, Mikey, do you? Do you think you can ever be at peace? <laughs> oh man, it makes it sound so sad, eh? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I think I'm getting there. It's like a process, isn't it? Mm. It's a lot of work, and there's a lot of outside kind of stuff that you have to work through. I think the more I do this, and the more I kind of learn that kind of helps because it's something else and you're valuing something else about yourself. It's all about learning about yourself. I think that was a great conversation about moving away from fitness. I really enjoyed it. And personal development, there was heaps of stuff in there. Let's say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to, well, basically if you want to find Katie, you can find her at Katie Fisher Fit. If you want to find Mikey, his address is... His phone number is, <laughs> but his Full Instagram hotline. handle is at well basically Mikey. If you want to find the show's Instagram, you can it fax is. Fax me. You can fax him. What's your fax number? Um, He's um, hesitant. I'm, I'm out of paper. <laughs> at well basically podcast the website is www.wellbasicallypod.com there is uh, green heaps of green up there green's a great color it's the color of plants um, it's also the color of some species of frog it's also 
the colour of a, I guess an apple is a plant too. If you can think of any green, anything more that's green, just send us an email. And more basically, <laughs> that's it.